0: Hello and welcome to the Chainsaw Buffet Podcast. The podcast it's
1: all warmed up and ready to go, guys. It's been forever since we recorded. <laughs> a whole like minute or so. <laughs> Not even
0: been a minute. Um, and uh, I'm I'm John the the basiliest basil. Take that, Doug. And uh, got Charlie, Dylan,
2: Chad. I'm the Susiest Susie.
0: <laughs> Take that, Basil.
2: <laughs> Dylan's I, the Keviniest Kevin. Take that, Basil. Take that, Barry. <laughs> Chad is the the barriest
3: Barry. I, I was gonna I,
1: say the awesome cast uh, has three members, three regular members. We have four. It just it doesn't work, guys. No, Let's pack up. I,
3: I wouldn't say four regular
2: members. <laughs> Chad is the tudikiest Alan Tudick.
0: That is true. He is, he is he is the uh, He is the evil Alan Tudyk, and you don't and you don't you don't realize it until you see them both in person. I'm
3: not evil.
0: You're misunderstood. Uh-huh. I, I get it, sweetheart. It's fine. Um,
2: mean, or Alan Tudyk, anyway.
0: Misunderstood Alan Tudyk. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh. So yeah, uh, HamCon, MiniCon, best
1: MiniCon ever. First one we've been to.
0: Best, actually. best
2: Game of Con con I've ever been to. I'll tell you that.
1: Because this year it didn't overlap with Anime Blast.
0: Yeah. And this year we were directors, so we were contractually obligated <laughs> to go
1: be there. Yes, that is true. <laughs> there, was, the, there would have been some serious shit in the fan if we hadn't gone. Yeah, that's probably true. If we'd have picked, if we'd picked another con over it, yes, you're right. That that's,
2: yeah. Might have been a problem. Wouldn't wouldn't have gone over well. I don't think. But we didn't, oh. we didn't have to make that particular Sophie's choice there.
0: No. So, um, it was it was perfect and wonderful, and nothing bad happened ever. So, uh, all right. Well, that wraps this up. Seriously. Um. So, what what where do we want to start with this? Because I, I think Charlie and I started off the day by going to uh, Good Morning America, which was really just filler. It was Basil <laughs> and uh, Adam Perry just riffing for thirty minutes.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I love those um, two. Yeah, they're they're a thing. They sure are a beautiful thing. But it it was it was decently entertaining. Yeah, what did what did we do after that? I'm just mad that they didn't play any John Denver songs.
1: Good Wait, morning, what? America. How, How are, are, you? are you? That is not John Denver. I Screw believe you. that is Arlo Guthrie. I may be wrong. I'm pretty sure the city it's of New so- Orleans is not. Uh, Something John Denver not John- would,
0: would sing about.
1: I'm gonna look this up.
0: Yeah, you are. New Orleans is too is too uh, urban. It's not all mountainy and bullshit and someplace I'd never want to go. Oh,
1: It's actually by Steve Goodman.
2: I have oh. no idea who that is. But
1: John v- John Denver did a, a cover of it. So yes, I. Apparently everybody. It, it, yeah. Dick Dylan.
2: <laughs> Apparently Willie Nelson's done a cover of it. Everybody's covered it.
0: Look under your chair. You got yeah. a cover of. It. <laughs> Oh, what do we do after that? I say that like I just got
1: Erlo Guthrie was the first to record it. So there anyway.
0: (sighs) Was it
2: was it was that analog gaming time? What was that? Wait, John Denver did cover the song. He did. That's what we just
1: said. Catch up. I just skimmed the Wikipedia article. (laughs) Can we stop talking about the goddamn
2: song? Well, if he'd stop calling me out on shit, oh, <laughs> oh, what anyway. did we do at eleven o'clock? Somebody. I don't give a shit anymore. Now I'm just mad at Dylan. <laughs> I'm whoa, thanks, Dylan. whoa. two podcasts
1: so, in the same night is, is so I've uh, I've checked
2: out. We so. <laughs> hit our limits.
1: You can only do one podcast at a time, and now we know. We, Sorry, we, folks. We, this was a learning experience.
2: We went to analog gaming and played uh, Say Bye to the Villains after Good Morning, America." I don't think we've talked about that game on the podcast, have we?
1: I don't think so. I haven't talked about a game on the podcast for a while.
2: But Dylan, who's an asshole, uh, showed us how to play the game and played this game. I kind of like it. Cheaty Mages, but not shitty. I like I Cheaty Mages. Like, I, I, I enjoyed Cheaty Mages, I like them both.
1: I'm not a huge, I will say I'm not a huge fan of cheating mages simply because it's kind of like this bidding sort of thing. And it's um,
3: really so very blind. Well, yeah,
1: I mean, that's the point of both of these games. They're I know, supposed to but be there's blind. so
3: much more in the other one that reveals oh, cards yeah. and gives you that, you know, a little more information to work with.
1: It's Also a much harder game. Oh, yeah. Well, it's co-op. So you're playing against the game itself.
3: I actually kind of like that aspect of things.
1: I'm just saying like, it, it depends on who you are if you're playing
0: the game. I can see somebody getting frustrated with it. I didn't find it especially frustrating, but it's just I a, a thing to point out.
1: I definitely have that problem where um, the times I've played it, I've not wanted to sit there and play it. I've not felt like playing a second game of it. So I don't have... like I haven't had that experience like we had with Sentinels of the Multiverse at GMX where it was like, let's play it again. I think yeah. we can do
2: this, you know, let's
1: this time on. it'll be different.
2: Yeah, we definitely I can change them. <laughs> yeah, we definitely never had the sense of we'll beat this game at some point.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's interesting. Like, it, it's it's basically to make you think about probability and, and take chances and stuff like that. Um, it's not supposed to be a game that you win every time, I don't think.
3: Or at all. No, um, not every time.
1: That was cool because since I was doing, I was running analog gaming, I was actually glad. That's what I was looking for, people to come in, sit down, you know, I want to try a new game, show me how to play this game, kind of like what we did at GMX. Um, so that was cool that you guys did that.
2: So what else did we do? Uh, let's see. After that, I had opening ceremonies. Are
1: opening ceremonies? Yeah. I had a panel at twelve thirty, but I was gonna say, yeah, you guys Opening ceremonies
0: didn't last terribly long and it was No, they breezed through pretty pretty quickly. They didn't do you know, normally in opening ceremonies at the main con they do uh introductions for all the guests and all the dire- directors and that sort of thing, but he was just like, hey, everybody, have a good time. See ya. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I actually, I'd ask Basil the night before, like, hey, am I going to need to do anything? Because I've got this panel. He's like, I didn't even think about that. Because <laughs> you know, that's what they did at the main con.
2: Right. But, and then once they got done, I think, is that when Basil started the first time that Basil started playing the Marvel, whatever? Oh,
0: it was? yes, it was. He played a. Uh, Marvel Disc Wars, the first episode, which is, uh, for those of you at home who i familiar with, it, it is essentially Pokemon with Marvel characters. So horrible. Amazing. Yes. So amazing.
1: Amazing because it's horrible? Uh,
2: yes. I don't know, man. I don't know,
3: man. It kind of hurt to well, watch after a while. Yeah, reviews of it have uh, two out of five stars.
0: Yeah I'm I'm not talking about uh this from a from a technical standpoint I'm talking about you know it's it's stupid and outrageous and therefore <laughs> amazing
2: like how did you how did you get away with this how did they i i just don't know I, I, although I wonder, they made the bodies. Is that is that why this happened? Here's here's the thing though, because it's Pokemon with Marvel characters, you always have to add new generations of of, Poke heroes, and as a result, I am I am hoping that means uh, they'll have to eventually start introducing Disney characters. So, so let me get
1: this straight though, it's like Pokemon. So the heroes can only say their names.
3: The heroes... Uh,
2: I wish. You know what? Here's, Here's the disappointing thing. I never heard Hulk say his own name. Like The one character that should have essentially been like a Pokemon really was actually far more articulate than he had any right to be. It's true. Hulk feel conflicted. I wish he had talked that way. Why couldn't he have... Ah, but this means I do hope eventually we'll see like Hulk versus Mickey Mouse. Uh,
0: Marvel versus Capcom (laughs) four, Marvel versus Disney versus Capcom versus Kingdom Hearts (laughs) (laughs) versus Final Fantasy. Please. X squared. The X plus alpha.
3: (laughs) No, it's going to be worse.
0: HD remix. (laughs)
3: We're going to see Marvel versus
2: Star Wars. I am kind of okay with that too, actually.
3: It's going to be, it, it's going to be Marvel versus star Wars and a remake of masters of Terras <laughs> Oh,
0: can't be any worse. Just saying.
3: <laughs> Every time <laughs> someone says that.
0: No, literally.
3: I mean, it would, it would literally
0: just have to be a piece of shit that you put into your game console. A literal <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs>
1: Oh, Oh.
2: anyway, what did, what did we do after that? I know what I did, but, um, whatever. As I said,
1: 1230, I ran my first panel, which was awesome card and board games under $20, which was basically my tabletop gaming panel, except a uh, suggestion that Basil had come up with of making like a holiday gift guide version. Um, which turned out pretty good. Um, you,
2: sh- you should. I, I just it occurs to me you should steal the name uh, from the old X Play, um, which is bit and do uh, like board cheap bastards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, board and card games which, for cheap bastards. Yes.
1: It wouldn't be a bad idea. I, I don't. I don't fully like this. I. I think I need to incorporate some of this into my main panel. If you know, depending on. You know how much I submit it, how much it changes before you know the next convention season. Um, but I, because I really liked, you know, coming at it from different ang- a different angle. but At the same time, uh, it was kind of limiting. Um, the interesting thing was some people actually came to the panel and used it as a gift guide. There were like a couple oh, people really? who look like you know mothers or grandma or uh, you know parents or grandparents or whatever. Um and they actually ask like, okay, so for ten to twelve year old kids, what do you think would be good? Um and you know I hopefully answered them. I think uh one of them came by the table in analog gaming and and looked through like Lords of Waterdeep and King of Tokyo. So yeah, huh. you know, there was some discussion. It wasn't a huge turnout, but there was some discussion. So anyway. What else was going on at
0: 1230? I don't remember.
2: Uh, I don't know, because I checked out about half of the awesome card and board games under $20. Um, The best anime of 2014. Oh, yeah, I went to that. Um, That was pretty good.
0: I think my takeaway from that was uh, Seihaw Girls, which is a game about... um, Personified versions of Sega hardware going to a school where they learn about Sega.
2: Wait, was that in the best anime, or was that in the y- Pain yeah. Train? Because I know they it did, did in Pain oh. Train, but I don't know if uh, I caught all of the best anime of 2014.
0: May I think he may have shown like a clip of it, maybe, oh. Oh. or something. I, I don't remember. It's it's from this season. It's from this year, and it's it's the best. If he didn't put it on, <laughs> it should be. <laughs> um,
2: That's a very basal answer.
0: Well, I'm good at that. <laughs>
2: I don't know if it's the best, but it should be. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, I. There were a couple shows that that he did clips of that I, that I thought were pretty good, or at least looked kind of interesting. Um, this, though, I don't know it 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 didn't it didn't strike the same chord as some of his other. Um, Recommendation panels do Maybe because he was limiting himself To just The the Um, year
0: He showed a little bit of Garo Which I remember seeing a trailer for um, On Funimations uh, YouTube Which that one looks kind of cool
2: Yeah and there was one The one about the, the manga artist Oh yeah. Um, something girls of
0: weekly something. or monthly shonen and girl or something. something girls
2: like of Zaki-kun? Yes, that's it. That looked pretty interesting. That that looked really funny. Um, oh, and unfortunately there's not a a way currently to uh, to legally view it, but uh, he showed a clip from a show called Blue Blazes.
1: Yes, I think
2: that's what he. I think that's what he finished on. Um, it's not actually anime; it's live action, but it is just. But it looks so like an so... uh,
1: anime. It looks like it like does. a comedy uh, anime in life. Why am I saying anime? I don't know. Because that's an how anime tired anime.
2: I am right now. But yeah, it. It. You're right, though. It, it did look like it was sort of framed like it like it was a live action anime like the reactions and and some of that stuff was just and then, and then the the big reveal at the end of the clip that he was showing was just it was so weird oh man and and it could very well be based on a true story or it could be a true story despite uh i think it was the creators uh, assertions that it is fictionalized
1: I kind of hope it is based on a true story, like all of it. Every yeah. single scene they show. Oh, yeah. There's a guy who is carefully studying anime. Every anime. He's going to be the very best artist like no one ever was. <laughs> in fact, he already is the, the best artist like no one ever was. As long as you it, don't like look at your classmates' work.
2: Yeah. As <laughs> long, long as you're creating art in a vacuum, you are yes. you are the best oh but that did look good um so there, yeah, there were a couple there were a couple good shows um it just didn't have as much and again because I think he was res- restricting himself because of what he was doing to, to 2014 that um usually his recommendation panels like the the what was it how to get your anime groove back and stuff like that um there's usually more in it that I'm like oh that's really interesting but but there were still a few good takeaways, I think.
0: Oh, after that, I think the next thing I remember doing after that was maybe my uh, Chris uh, yeah, was it Christmas in Kauai? I think it's Christmas in Kauai. Yes, yes. I didn't have quite the turnout I was hoping for, to be honest.
1: You know, I wonder if that would have helped having a like a subtitle or something just to.
2: Well, it's also the first year you're doing it, so, you know.
1: And also, I think being a one day con, like. Like people, I get the feeling that maybe people don't go to as many or people are more willing to skip panels to do other things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's less like uh, other panels, yes. Well, no, I mean, dealers room, artist alley, etc. Digital, yeah. Gaming, et cetera. D- I will say, digital and analog gaming both
0: were really hopping, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I personally went into it. And I, I, I'll talk towards the end of the podcast about this, but I really did expect like, it to be really, really sparse, um, and it was not.
2: Um, no, but how but the trip. Christmas and Kawhi, as far as. Apart from from attendance, how how was it? It was
0: okay. I mean,
2: I know asking you to talk about your own panels,
0: yeah, it's, it's a little it's a little difficult to do. Um, but it went all right. Um, <laughs> I think I think I at least the joke I had set up at the end of the panel uh, worked out for me. Oh, good. Because. Uh, You know, I showed a bunch of uh, clips from Christmas themed anime episodes and uh, OVAs and stuff like that. And at the very end, I was like, you know, there's one other, you know, show I wanted to show, but we don't have a lot of time. So I took this Christmas episode of the show called Vandred, which is basically a outer space show in which males and females exist on different planets and they don't interact with each other, and they're rediscovering the fact that you know males and females used to live together and coexist at one point in time. And so, are there still it,
1: people if they forgot that? I,
0: I don't know. Uh, test boobs uh, in vitro. I, I, I don't know yet. Anime, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, anyway, but I basically showed the entire episode at three times speed. Um, so everyone's like and it you know one of the characters has a high pitched voice anyway so she's very hilarious at three times speed (laughs) and uh I just just remembered you know I I, I got the you know I, I owned the disc I got the episode and I was tinkering with it trying to you know I watched through the whole thing trying to think Okay, what scene do I want to do? And I'm like, it's not really a good, like, single scene because it's, you know, the the Christmas bits are interspersed, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, well, I wonder, I wonder how it would sound if I, you know, turned up the speed, <laughs> and so I play, I played with it in uh, Adobe Premiere, and I laughed really hard the first time I watched it. So I'm like, okay, I'm doing this. <laughs> So that, that that went over well. I was, I was happy that that joke landed.
2: Nice. Yeah. So what what was next? I have Ask a Basil character panel, but somebody else may have been doing something else.
1: Yeah, I think that was the next thing, I did. The next thing I did. So this was the one panel that wasn't mine that I ducked out of analog gaming to see. Um, such was Basil, the hype for it.
0: I
3: think we
0: <laughs> have to start with this uh, back at the KaiCon, because I think Basil took it personally that we gave such we, we lavished such praise on the Lionel fan panel. Deservingly so. Deservingly so. But Basil puts on a lot of great panels everywhere he goes. So I think I think he took on Brints with this, with with you know this this you know Lionel come lately. <laughs> and he decided that he was going to not only do you know a fan panel in the vein of the Lionel fan panel, but also a panel that satires uh one of our, one of the one of the types of panels we love to hate, the ask a character panel. So he did an ask a basil panel. In which myself, uh, Lauren from M Tech, and Susie from the Awesome Cast uh, were all up there in wigs and makeup uh, impersonating Basil.
2: It was pretty magnificent. And, and then, uh, you know, we would ask questions, every Basil would give their answer. And then uh, Basil Prime would hold up numbers for scoring each, each question or each answer. Um, there was no intention to actually keep score, um, but for whatever reason, I decided, why not? So I kept score, which is difficult to do because at some points, Basil was just doing whatever the hell he wanted.
1: Sometimes and changing scores <clears throat> two and three times. By the way...
2: Or, or not scoring something. You have, uh,
1: you have changed, like you have affected this next year because Basil was giving out scores not thinking that anyone was counting. Now that he knows people are counting, will that affect <laughs> if he gives out scores? It's the observer effect. The observer yep. effect. Why yeah. did you break this for us? This could have been... This was the the one of the leaders in a new wave of ironic paneling uh, together with the light night sick fan panel. Um, and, and you may have broken it.
2: I didn't break it. I didn't break Irony's it. Irony's overrated. Did anyway? you, I, made it, I made it better. Did point point is he, Lauren is, the world's she's an worst awful. basil she is an awful basil <laughs> she is good at a great number of things she she's, is good great n- in, she's good at hating uh, you and she's good at hating me at doing like talent rank referencing impact. um she's she's a talented individual but being basil is not it's not within her wheelhouse she didn't no. she didn't
1: she didn't draw all the facial hair out.
2: And that That was a problem. I was
0: about to say, she's, she put way more effort into, into me than she did her own effort on that stage.
2: And and as a result, as a result, she was lady, lady, Basil Hitler. Yes. And, and it did not, it did not work. I'm just
1: saying, I'm just saying you, you saw how close John and Susie ended up and they had the full, Yes. Uh, the full full uh, facial getting, hair yeah, yeah. I'm so, I'm just saying I'm I'm not saying it's 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 scientifically proven that the facial hair makes it makes you perform better in an AskAbouts character panel I'm just saying follow the money look at the facts
2: Yes you have demonstrated causality
1: I've we've demonstrated causality
2: So it's, follow the money uh, why are we the only people asking these questions but it was a it, it was a very good panel if if you knew a basil and I think it was a decent panel even if you even if you didn't know a basil, uh, maybe we need another panel leading up to that one called Better Know a Basil, where you yes. just sit down and get to know Basil,
1: the Basil fan panel. But then we're like back to the Lionel fan panel concept. And anyway, um, I do think I did talk to someone afterwards in the game room who was like, "Yeah, it was okay. I give it like a six of 10. I was like yeah, there were a lot of inside jokes. like if you were not part of you know the tac hamicon alliance
2: experience
1: uh, the, the uh, you know on one axis uh, with uh, the the conventions, tac and hamacon with on the yeah. other axis between the podcasts, Awesomecast cast, and Chainsaw buffet, if you were not somewhere in in that that area you you probably
2: didn't get it. yeah. Which is okay.
1: We are a terrible high school clique now.
2: I it guess. Is not, <laughs> Finally, I'm one of the cool kids. Yeah. No, no, honey, honey, we're still I, not cool.
1: I know. I
0: know.
2: Uh, just let me have this. Damn it. Okay, fine. Um, what? But uh, to uh, just to, to add, um, that the scores were extremely close. John is best Basil, but only by one point. Susie is, is Miss Congena Basil.
0: Well, I'd say it's a pretty impressive win by me to toot my own horn for a moment, considering that Susie's known Basil a lot longer and has been his best friend for a while now. So
1: Yeah, like
2: over a decade. Oh. So
1: it, it is a panel that if you regularly go to his, like I, I regularly go, make a point of going to his manga panel because I I don't have exactly the same taste, but like my taste is like a subset of his taste, mm-hmm. um, and and listen to the awesome cast. Which Susie has no excuse; she's on the awesome cast. You know things like Dragon Quest being the the best. Um, you know what? She didn't know what she was late to the party on Peggle. Peggle two. Oh my gosh, guys! It's Peggle two. <laughs> That's all you had to say for every question. You would have won. Yeah, Shin Mazinger and Peggle two, man. That's all you need. <laughs>
0: Oh, uh, so
2: good! Uh, I like I'm, so, I'm
1: trying to do an impression of Basil doing an impression of like, you know, yeah, comic book guy or.
2: <laughs> so next year, look forward to uh, the Basiloid panel. Yep.
0: That's whatever be it good. Little, just really, just making fun of the Vocaloid panel that was in
2: front of the but, Basil panel. Yeah. What? So what? What? What happened after that?
0: I think shortly after that was my uh, shopping
1: guide panel. Yes. How ah, did that... Yeah. That, from what you described of it, that sounded interesting because you got outside the realm of just anime. Yeah, I did. Um, again, turnout wasn't
0: terrific. Um, it was pretty poor, really, but um, it was... It was a panel that I don't know if I'm ever going to do again because it was really difficult to nail down because you're talking you're talking at one point things that seem to me should be common sense. And it's one of those things where you, it's difficult to gauge because what's obvious to you isn't obvious to everybody and everything's easy when you know how. Um, but it was just tips about you know where to shop, how to shop, um, how to pick things out for for people and then a few recommendations but you can't really cover everything mm. um but i also talked about um uh, you know like giving japanese candy from international markets or dealers rooms oh cool um talked about you know buying figures like revoltex and stuff like that nice. um talked about buying weird stuff like a uh, boob and ass cheek mouse pads
1: It's been a while since I've seen one of those at a uh, at a dealer's room, and I was I was kind of I was kind of happy, and there was this faith in humanity because I forgot they existed, and I guess I got to reset that clock.
2: <laughs> How many days <laughs> believing in humanity <laughs> set back to zero? Sorry. Oh, but I, I yeah I was sad that I missed that that uh, that panel it was the whole convention was kind of like there' like so much stuff that if you ended up getting distracted by one thing you completely missed.
0: Uh, I will say the uh, most amusing part of that panel was uh, one of the recommendations that I did was redline and show the clip from it and that was when basil and Anna so I'd walk in.
2: Nice. It's
0: like wait a minute, <laughs> Redline I didn't know I was doing a panel right now. So I was apparently so basil. I was running basil panels. <laughs>
2: nice. Hey, who wouldn't want to run a basil panel? Those are good panels. Let's all. We should all. Uh, that should be all of our goals is to is to run basil panels.
0: Most basil panel we can.
2: Exactly. Let's be. Let's have the basiliest panels we possibly can.
0: What is most basil in life? Your enemies see them driven to awesome and peggle too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, but <laughs>
1: you crush peggle too and have it peggled before you and in the lamentation,
0: something at of the, Shin Mozinger. I don't know,
2: Shin Mozinger.
0: And let's see, Shadow
2: it was, Basil. Shortly, it was shortly, it was actually during the Christmas and that I think, um, Chad made his exit, so you may want to. Chad, you may want to go over what all you did.
3: Well, what I did was actually kind of got stuck in the analog gaming room for longer than I originally planned.
0: (laughs) I'm sure that was horrible for you. I was going to say,
3: playing playing miniatures games... It wasn't bad, but I just ended up not getting to do a whole lot else. Because (laughs) trying to do a demo of War Machine and Hordes with six players is takes a long time.
2: I can say that.
1: To be fair, I was, like I said, I, I didn't know since, you know, they didn't have analog gaming at the last uh, main yeah. con. And this was going to be like my first It,
3: it year. Looked, re- looked like the room was really busy.
1: Yeah I, I was, yeah, I was halfway expecting that, you know, we would just be sitting there and no one would really be interested. And you would sit there the whole time waiting for someone to play. And then like no that would be depressing
2: <laughs> and I think I think a big benefit uh, the way this convention was scheduled is that digital analog gaming was kind of one of the first things uh, yep. because you didn't have like opening ceremonies was at noon the dealers room didn't open until one at 10 o'clock basically I don't know that there was very much uh, programming at all because even like Good Morning America wasn't really programming. I was just dicking around. Um and so you had Artist Alley and Digital analog Gaming were the were really the only like big games to so to, to speak of at least until um at least for an hour and if you want to count like opening ceremonies more like two if you want to count dealers room you had sort of 3 hours. So I think and because of where it was where the where the, the gaming room was placed um it was it was right between a lot of the a lot of big stuff so you would by necessity get a good bit of traffic um, so i think he really benefited from the way that it was scheduled and laid out that early on it's one of the few things you could do and if you could get somebody in gaming you know in in the game room early on you know so they can see what's there you know without being distracted by oh i need to go do this i need to go do this yeah. Then I think you were more likely, even if they didn't decide to play something right then, that they're like, "Okay, I know that they've got a lot of stuff. I need to come back." So I think that was, I think that was a huge benefit. Um, I think that was that was part of the reason you got that traffic, but there was also, you know, a lot to play, and um, it seemed like every time I walked by. Um, the game gaming in general was was pretty busy, so it yeah, was yep.
3: nice. <laughs> um, what else? What
2: else have we got? Well, I okay. Um, the reason I missed uh, the um, the buying guide panel is because uh, it was around that time that. Uh, I got caught, uh, by Nico and Lauren, um, not caught by, but I saw them and ended up talking to them and, and, <laughs> it and ran it ended. In. yeah, in that conversation, you know, they were like, ah, oh, we're going to get something to eat. You want to go with us? And we were going to go, it ended up being a bit of an adventure cause we, we were going to go to this pizza place that, um, Basil and James had suggested, And and it didn't occur to me, and I should have known better, um, that GPS just does not work in Huntsville. I don't know if it's Alabama. I don't know if it's Huntsville. GPS just does not know what to do with itself. And we've experienced this so many times that we should be used to it. We should not be shocked when it happens. But uh, so the three of us get in Nico's car, go looking for this pizza place. Everything's fine, everything's fine. You know, we're supposed to be close. And all of a sudden it's like, take this, take the ramp to this interstate. And we're like, mm, does this seem right? And as we're taking the ramp, we finally see the pizza place. There's no way in hell to actually get to it at this point because we're on the interstate. Uh, Google's uh, Google's GPS seemed to think that we could just Dukes of Hazard style... Uh, just ramp the car, you know, jump it right off the, the ramp into the uh the parking lot of the pizza place. Um and at that point rather than try to work our way back to it, like, well, first thing we come to that looks good, that's where we're going. Um so we ended up at a at an Indian restaurant instead, which was very good. I had goat curry. Um interesting. And it, and it was it was delicious. Um but that that was my excuse for for missing that.
3: Hmm.
2: I I came back just in just in time for I think Anime Definition. Well, no, I actually missed part of it, but I came back in time to see at least some of it.
0: Anime Definition was fun. Um, mm-hmm. I think when when it first started, there were maybe like a dozen people in there, and Anna and I were sitting uh, near each other. She was sitting in the chair directly in front of me, and. When, when there wasn't very many volunteers after the first time we were like, we might have to get up there. <laughs> and uh, it, it turned out uh, like like th- this was a Grego game show that basil was hosting. Um, yep. and like most of Grego's game shows, I was really good at it. And
2: uh, dude no because I, I was sitting like I was sitting to the left of Anna and like right in front of you. And holy crap, you guys were just like, you guys so should have been up there. You were freaking knocking it out of the park.
0: <laughs> we we were killing it, like between the two of us. It was just like, you know. She she would have, you know, one half the puzzle, I'd have the other. And it's like, oh yeah, okay, we got this.
2: You were like turbo winning. It was just just like boom, boom, boom. I think there was only one that stumped you guys at first, but I still think you managed to to figure it out, like either right as the the winning team did, or like a split second before.
0: Yeah, it was, it was. Um, the clue was, a Disney princess makes a contract with a demon. And it was a reference to Black Butler, and the mm-hmm. demon's name is Sebastian. And uh, it was Belle and Sebastian, which made absolutely no sense.
1: I'm like, it, it should have been Ariel and Sebastian, but... Well, no, there's a band or something called Bell and Sebastian.
2: So that's I, the pun, I guess.
1: I guess, but I've never heard of that band before. I'm not... A,
0: apparently i as big of a hipster as the rest of you guys, and... Uh, I don't know that I've actually heard anything they've done, but... I, I've never even... I, I Okay, until just now, I had no idea they even existed. Like, Ariel and Sebastian just made way more sense to me. Because you know, Little Mermaid, and it's it works on both levels, and you know, it's it's an obvious pun, but it's not too obvious. But uh, you know, where?
2: But in that case, I think that was the one where, like, at the la- right before, like, that was the one that I think it, Anna figured out. Yeah, um, the the last piece of that particular puzzle. But man, you guys.
0: Whew. Anyway, point is Basil did an uh excellent job of hosting it. It did yeah. it it was really short though. Like they went through uh all the puzzles very quickly.
2: True. But but yeah, it was it was rather mm. enjoyable. That was I would like to see that one again, because I am I'm a fan of 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 horrible puns. I am as well. So, so that's that's one I would like to uh like to see more of actually um and then after that i believe was the pain train holiday yes day, which uh kutaragi's way oh my god that was that may have been the highlight for me i think
0: um for for those of you who are not familiar with uh, Kudaragi's way i will post the <laughs> uh the video onto this uh particular podcast please watch it it is a very factual um (laughs) documentary on the birth of the playstation
2: it's so good
0: (laughs) it's really really terrific um and yeah he also did show uh that I know he definitely showed uh, "Say How Girls" during the Pain Train, which I don't know why, because that show is amazing.
2: <laughs> well, it's the it's the holiday version of the Pain Train. It's a little different.
0: Yeah, I was a little upset when when the audience voted for more bullshit about, uh, you know, Japan fast food restaurants. Like the the KFC thing, I get, but who gives a shit about
2: what they do at McDonald's? The thing, the thing about the about the Seiha Girls is that you you really got to you really have to know Sega in order to get a lot of the stuff that's going on in it.
0: <laughs> the best part of that first video is when I think it was Mega Drive says, "Oh yeah, I know the school fight song," <laughs> and it, it's just Sega. Yeah. It was either that or when they decided they want to Google something and they turned to Dreamcast because, uh, you know, she's always got online <laughs> connectivity, <laughs> but it wasn't during, like, non-toll hours, <laughs> you know, like this late 90s, early 2000s dial-up bullshit.
2: Oh, yeah. It
0: was so good. Like, if you've ever used a fucking Dreamcast and you know connected to Dial-up, you're like, oh, yeah, this was a thing. <laughs> oh, it was so good.
2: I loved it so hard. It was, it was a good pain train. Yeah, plenty of pain. Not,
0: not very holiday though. There wasn't a ton of Christmas stuff. There's a lot of a lot of video game trailers.
2: Yeah, there's, I think it's been, there's. I think Basil was trying. This is this is how Basil hints at what he wants for Christmas. I think he, he already, already really has Final.
0: It. He already has Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, Why are you just showing you know videos of him as a as a falafel or whatever the hell those you know little tiny creatures are called running around in his underwear, groping at lizard crotches?
1: What?
3: That's <laughs> what I do in my spare time.
1: I think sure. you just undid all the uh the the selling that Basil has done Basil and Susie have done on Final Fantasy fourteen for me.
0: You just had to have seen the video.
1: Okay. The video cool. was
0: tremendous.
1: Like you just undid it in a moment. Like I'm I'm no longer sold. What what the hell is a game that allows you to do that? Here's a flawful. I don't know. It's what they do. <laughs> it's not an answer, man. <laughs> Uh, that's that's an excuse <laughs> it's in there I guess
3: yes oh. I should have. Um,
1: <laughs> but I was in analog gaming um, actually before that I did do my game development panel here I think it was okay I should not have run this panel at a con where I was doing any sort of like work or anything Because it's pretty, like, brain intensive. You know, you can't just, like, zone out and talk. You actually have to switch gears between a lot of different things um, and and get into, like, technical um, details in some cases. uh, Other than me rambling through a couple of slides, um, well, probably more than a couple, Um, it went pretty good. I don't think there were a lot of people there who were just, um, either there were a couple of people who did some development, but I think like didn't have much to discuss. Like either they were working with teams or, um, they were more coming in from the art side. Um, Mm. so it was kind of like in some cases, blank slates of some of the stuff I was talking about. Uh, the developer, one of the developers of Pixel RU Squared uh, came in and talked to me a little bit afterwards because huh. um, they had a table set up in the digital gaming area. Um, it went OK. Like I said, this is probably not one I should submit for HammerCon. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much all the panels and stuff we went to. yeah train because after that there was a uh like a setup in the main and then the rave yeah and we spent
0: a lot of time while we were waiting for everything to kind of shut down in uh digital slash analog gaming i spent a lot of time playing gun and battle assault too hadn't played that game before your uh yesterday and I'm better off for, uh, I'm I'm better off now than I was you know beforehand having experienced a Gundam-based <laughs> fighting game which uh, you can play as uh, Burning Gundam from G Gundam. Wow. And, ju- and just do Burning Finger over <laughs> and over and over and over. It does so much damage even if they block <laughs> it. Like you
1: just watch their life bar fade away and I'm like, "Ah, I- 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 yeah. Wait, is this a case of a, a licensed game that's not perfectly balanced because license?
0: Probably. I, I I don't know. I mean, this game came out like in the 90s. It was a PS1 well, game.
3: To, to be fair, the uh, Burning Gundam's, that attack is, that's exactly what it's supposed to be.
0: Yeah. And And to be fair, this hand of mine is Burning Red and it's awesome power tells me to defeat you.
2: <laughs> to be fair. To everybody just you know
0: <laughs> and just just keeping it real as as the kids say keeping it 100 as i say in the whitest way possible
1: is is that a thing that the
2: kids it actually is a, say
1: it
0: is it is a thing
2: i think the only way to say it is in the whitest way possible if you're saying it any other way you're being dishonest
0: Probably. Yeah, there's there's some implications there, Charlie. I don't know that I'm comfortable
2: with. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> of course I mean not. when is the last time anybody looked at your face?
0: <laughs> oh
2: just say it. No disrespect.
0: Happy anniversary. <laughs>
2: Oh so many in jokes.
1: Yeah, so many in
0: what jokes. What were we talking
1: about? Uh Hamakon.
0: Which basically, you know, was over at this point. We we went to IHOP afterwards.
2: Yep. Oh man, what a good convention though. For like I really did not expect to like be as busy as I was. I mean there was just a lot to do.
1: Yeah, I. I didn't expect like gaming to go as well as it did the first time. Yeah. Um, first time I ran it, so what I saw of it was good. I didn't see as much as usual. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I do want to thank
0: uh, Michelle and Basil and and all our fellow directors and staff and volunteers. I uh, Appreciate their hard work. Everything went really smoothly. I mean, mm-hmm. that I'm aware of. But then again, I was I was a lazy motherfucker and didn't do shit.
1: So <laughs> there were a couple moments. Like the analog gaming ran pretty well. Uh, the biggest hiccup was I ex- I didn't realize they didn't do badges at the mini con. Um, Mm. So I held I switched to holding IDs like driver's license or something for Mm -hmm. uh, for checkouts. And apparently a lot of people don't carry their driver's license. So what the fuck? So, okay, a lot of a lot of times this happened when I was not in the room. Um, So it would have confused the hell out of me, which is probably better. And, And hopefully I didn't freak out like trying to figure this out you know, on people who were, you know, staffing. Um, but in some cases people left like cosplay props, which I talked to one guy who basically said, yeah, that's kind of normal for this sort of thing. Like, you know, some small prop that you can, you know, you can hold on to, to make sure you get it back. Yeah. There was a guy who left a shoe, (laughs) a a tennis shoe to check out a game. I was not there. I was like,
3: I'm, I'm for it. I, I'm, I'm for it. At the very least, it slows them down running away with your game. <laughs> well, <I'm>, probably <laughs> what, what, I'm, what I'm. seriously thinking about doing. You can uh, defeat them by throwing down some tacks. It's
1: <laughs> going <Good> work, Chad. <laughs> Good luck, I, look, I
0: like get your, your away history, without girl. that
3: shoe, there, pal.
1: I, I'm. I'm seriously thinking about talking to some other people. Like I, I know I've talked to other people who work with analog gaming with other conventions and maybe see what they do and, and see kind of what the thought process is behind their checkout system. Cause mm-hmm. I think
3: that sounds perfectly workable.
1: I'm going to have to, I, I think I'm going to have to adapt a little better um, just in case that happens, like have something in place to kind of prevent it. So the people running analog gaming can say, yeah, we're not taking a shoe. Get someone else to check this out. What's or.
3: wrong with a shoe? Even what what is is Chad shoe?
1: brings up a great point. You
0: know, it does at least. I mean, you
3: know. Really, slow them is down? Is there something wrong with them leaving that as collateral?
0: Did I mean, as long, long as nobody, ha- as long as nobody else has to handle it. You well, know, well,
3: no, 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 it's did, did it's the not the so much the. It's
1: it's not so much that <laughs>
0: it's
3: a
1: problem. Look, I, I guess let me take a step <laughs> back and say it's not so much that leaving the shoe is the problem. It's that. If I've got a system set up where the best, you know, I I, I basically set up that system because that's what I've seen, uh, GMX and MTAC do. Uh, DragonCon does the same thing. You know, I've seen a couple of conventions do this. So I said, so the you know, the, only,
3: the only problem is the shoe upsets your OCD.
1: It it's yes. not the shoe upsets my OCD, but what what's obvious is this system doesn't necessarily work out for everyone. And it gets into weird. Like people are talking about leaving electronic devices, and I, I don't want to manage someone's phone. Like I don't want that to be. Um, I don't
3: think that's a good thing to leave. Yeah, and I, I talked them out. The of, shoes like, fine.
1: Yeah, but that that was the that was the most surprising example. But but what I'm getting at is I want to go back and kind of understand um, why people have done it this way and see if maybe there's a better option. It may be that I don't need to do this. And this is just sort of like cargo cult thinking of like, well, everyone else does it. So there must be something
3: to this. I'm, um, it may not protect my game. I'm in favor of, I'm in favor of somebody leaving collateral. Yeah. I am
1: too, but I'm I'm probably going to do and, my homework there a little bit more. And
3: I guess like my my thought and I
2: I did express this to you is that you know, even if it's not a case of fearing that somebody is going to run off with a game, it's it it, it could possibly be useful in the sense of, you know, if if you have something of mine, I am going to treat the thing I have of yours with possibly a little more respect.
1: Oh yeah, I, I I totally agree with both of those and those 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 purposes.
2: But I also I agree do, with you that it's not a bad idea to get a hold of other people that do that. I do. And if, if I have a chance why
1: I was gonna say if I have a chance to talk to them, I may do that just because this is me just thinking ahead. I'm not like haven't typed up an email or something. It just Yeah. Yeah, I wanna make sure otherwise I thought it went pretty well. Um I'm definitely at the main con going to um, run, do like a schedule of games.
3: I, I think that would be a good idea. Like have just maybe just one table of scheduled games. Yes. And and do something like, and, and probably have it focus on the more mm-hmm. anime or Japanese themed games. Possibly it. I, I'll probably
1: pick games that I think will work well. That'll be simple um, enough to teach.
3: Well yeah. one thing I thought, thought was really important at that kind of convention would be channel A because it's like everybody was yeah. wanting there, there was a there was constantly this huge Cards Against Humanity game going and I'm like okay, you're at this convention because you like anime and you like cards against humanity. Here's the two together.
1: Yeah. That's Good point. and I, I've said this before, but that's one thing I'd like to I'd like to be able to introduce people to something outside of that sort of cards against humanity box. I I don't yeah. think it comes easy because the couple of times I talked to people, they were like, I don't know. You know, they kind of had that, like you're leaning in a bit too much sort of reaction.
3: Well, um, I, I do think if you do put stuff on the schedule, making it things that are more thematically oh, appropriate for the con.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. definitely plan to do that. Um, I'm, I'm not going to make, I don't know that I'm going to do everything like that, but I'm
3: definitely going to Um,
1: focus on that stuff.
3: Hell, put me, if I go, put me down to run a BESM game.
1: RPGs are mm. something I have not completely thought out
3: yet. What I was thinking is something like if you do that, something like a pre generated, something like John's old anime high school where you have these anime stereotypes, pre generated characters, something you jump in on immediately. Yeah, well, that. Um,
1: like I said, I, I haven't completely thought out the whole RPG aspect to it.
3: Oh, I, I thought entirely too much about this scheduling game. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the, and I'm not even going to be there. Are you, are you sure? I don't know, but knowing me, I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Oh,
1: um,
2: that's just funny.
1: No, I, I'll I'll think about RPGs. I'm kind of thinking that they may be a separate section, depending on how I do the schedules. Like not because they're gonna. The problem with RPGs is RPGs take you know three and four hour slots. I, I know,
3: and like I said, I I was thinking something stupid and simple and. That well, I
1: I have rest assured. I have thought about it, and that may happen, but well, I'm not. Anyway,
3: ready to commit. Um, well, if, if you I, if you need staff, well.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, if you want to run something, if you're going to be there, I'm only going to put it on the schedule if you're
3: sure, though. I um, don't know yet, but... Well, yeah, I haven't... I haven't even, year, so it's not like it's...
1: I haven't even gone too far down that road. Um, but as far as the schedule games goes, I think one of the things I had hoped was kind of segregating out, like, the uh, the games that play quickly would be helpful. And by uh, making a point of, like, the the text in the program saying, you know... Uh, We'll do demos and things like that were helpful, would be helpful. I don't feel like it really, um, you know, there weren't people who came up and said, ooh, you know, let's try this new thing. Like, I I was approaching it from the perspective of what Charlie and I did at GMX, for example. Uh, And I think what what I need to do there is have those scheduled games. So it's a little bit so easier. So you know,
3: you've got somebody there who knows it. Yeah. So you don't That's have, yeah. you
1: don't necessarily come up and look for these. I was pleasantly surprised that cards against humanity was not the only thing that got checked out.
3: Thankfully.
1: Um, there, there were two, uh, two people checked out smash up, two people checked out King of Tokyo. Again, I think in, in at least one of those cases, it was a game that someone was already familiar with. Uh, sure. they, they knew about smash up, which was cool. Yeah um I got, well there, there was one uh one of the people on the digital gaming staff actually kind of got a pandemic game started and i kind of walked three people through playing pandemic which was awesome um, um michael uh from conops played yes. a game of i think he got a game of i think he was the one who got the game of ninja burger started because he was talking to me about it earlier um Someone actually checked out Takedo and uh, the D and D board game, which was awesome. Um, I was
2: surprised that somebody checked out a a game as as like time and effort intensive as the D and D one. But,
1: yeah, but. I wasn't there when that happened, so I don't know what the deal was. Although that can that can play as quickly as like an hour and a half if you if you really push it. It's actually I would say in, in some cases a lot faster than something like Arkham Horror. Hmm. Um. I I was pleasantly surprised at what got checked out. But what I find is what gets people playing is someone coming in going, oh, hey, they have this game. You guys need to check this out. So Mm. I kind of want to steer away from the, you know, coming to the coming to the shelf and discovering stuff and more towards, you know, having something on the schedule that, um, you know, there's always something going on or, or, you know.
3: Well, hell, why not?
1: Hell, why not? What
3: have something going like that?
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of the plan. Although I'll probably I'll probably end up scheduling around like other things. But... All right. Well, anything else? No, nah, that's yeah. pretty much it.
0: All right. Well, if all hearts and minds are clear, um, again, thanks to everybody who who came and and helped out and showed up. Um, And also encourage everybody to uh, check out the main con, June 26th through 28th, uh, Huntsville, Al- Alabama, Von Braun Center. Um, Going to have Patrick Seitz, maybe, possibly, hopefully. Uh, Micah Solusad, Grego, um, other guests as well to be announced. So uh, please, please come check us out. Come join us. Uh, if you're interested in media, um, I know the SL in charge of that, so... <laughs> if you're yeah, interested in media,
2: up. what's wrong with you?
3: Yeah.
0: Don't but, you know uh, no one listens to podcasts? It's true. It's true, knife and me.
3: Even I don't listen to this podcast. Nope. That's, that's
2: the only reason I'm on it, so I don't have, feel obligated to listen.
0: Yep. <laughs> anyway, guys, thanks for listening. We will check you out next time.